Hello, welcome back to Soul Riffs. I'm your host, Jennifer Jones, an entrepreneur, wife, mother of two, and I believe when we look after all parts of ourselves, that's when we gain confidence to dive headfirst into a life that feels joyful. My hope is that these conversations will inspire you to understand yourself better and become the curator of a life you absolutely love. I believe we all have a healing journey to embark on, and my intention is to give you a straight view from my own heart through my stories and occasional words of wisdom from the women in my life who have inspired me in the most beautiful ways. I'm so glad you're here. Let's get the conversation started. Hello, friends. It has been a while, and if I'm being totally honest... I took a little bit of a hiatus because I haven't felt safe to share my heart or share my thoughts with anyone lately. And today I'm actually feeling really f- tired today. I'm this wouldn't typically be a day that I think I'm just going to hit record and share my thoughts, but I'm going to do it anyway. So I might, you know, stumble upon my thoughts and my words and I just ask that you be patient with this conversation of of where my mind is going to take me. But the reason why I think I've felt so unsafe almost in in sharing my my thoughts is because the world has been crazy <laughs> the, the past 2 months. I mean the past 18 months, but the past 2 months for sure. Am I right? <laughs> but what what does it even mean by crazy? What do I even mean by that when I think about crazy? That might not be the right word to be using. But the way people think these days, pretty crazy. How people draw conclusions or, or make decisions for themselves, crazy. You could call it crazy. There's good friends who are now afraid of even having conversations in circles that were so intimate before that's pretty crazy i think what what used to be true is no longer true with really no explanations and i think we we can all agree that that something has felt divisive and and maybe polarized is the the better word to use our world has felt so polarized lately and that creates a scary feeling. <laughs> so I haven't really wanted to share, but today the thing that I want to talk about really leads into that around, you know, getting away from people pleasing and being authentic to true true to who you truly are. And I am so grateful that I have been surrounded by, honestly, the most incredible people lately have just appeared or reappeared in my life. And a conversation I had actually a few weeks ago now, it really stuck with me. It was, it's an incredible woman that has you know recently appeared in my life and, and she has honestly been someone I am so, so grateful for. But I witnessed this person a couple of weeks ago in an environment of what can only be described as pure chaos. It was an environment that for most of us would instill panic and agitation and a great, 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 great deal of stress. 
But she stayed so grounded and her presence was so calming to all of us, despite the, what I can only describe as a whirlwind that was happening around us. And her and I spoke about it as she, you know, as I, I, I was intrigued and I thought, you know, how can you stay so calm? And she said that peace is her state. Hmm, right? Peace. Peace is her state. And that is the state that she wants to work from and make decisions from and do everything in her life from. Powerful, right? But she she had also added that not only is peace her state, peace is a mastery that she's been working towards her entire life at mastering her her peace inner peace it takes practice and it takes time it's not just something that happens overnight and I've been thinking a lot about this and I've been having conversations with so many other women about this concept of mastering your peace and one thing that I know to be true is that you can't rely on others to give you peace and you can't rely on a change of circumstance or changing your circumstance in order to to gain peace so please let that sink in this inner peace this comes this is intrinsic this is not something that other people can give you or other circumstances can give you so many things in this world are going to always, always try to rob us of our peace. And I think that's because peace is powerful. Peace is really, really powerful. When you are in a state of peace, and I'm sure we've all been there before, but when you're, you're in this state of peace, you hold the power. It's, it's almost authoritative. And this woman that I'm talking about, in the middle of all this chaos she had our attention she was holding the power in this authoritative state because she was coming from peace and and trouble is going to happen i i actually ha- i was talking about this this topic of mastering your inner peace last night with a a group of ladies and one of the ladies she had said in her words, life is shit. <laughs> um, and it's a pretty bold statement to make. And although I don't completely resonate with that statement in its entirety, I completely know what she meant. Life will have tribulation. Life will have obstacles, trauma, all of it. That's just part of being human in this world. And I think we try so hard to escape that. And that's what she meant by that. It's it's not about avoiding trauma and grief and despair, but it's it's about the human experience and embracing all of it. And peace for me is an inner knowing, really knowing who you are in the most authentic way, not knowing you know who the gen is that other people think I am or want me to be, but knowing who I am in the most genuine, authentic way, questioning 
my my own beliefs to see if they truly align with me and and my true self or if those beliefs have been placed upon me by a system or a group think mentality. So trying, you know, when you when you're coming from a state of peace, you can almost have this bird's eye view. Again, you hold the power to have this bird's eye view and to be able to witness all of it just so much more clearly. So when I think about that, I think that there is there's people pleasing And we all know people pleasers. And I'm sure at some point in our lives, we've all been people pleasers or done things to please other people. And then there is authentic kindness. And those two things, from an outward perspective, those two things might look really similar because the end result might look very similar. But they are so, so different in their origin. And what I mean by that is the intention within them like whether you're coming from a place of people pleasing or a place of authentic kindness the intention stem of where they stem from is so completely different I am someone who if you don't know this by now I strive to live in alignment in everything that I do and what that means is that The things I choose to focus my attention upon are the things that I truly feel passionate towards. So my actions are intrinsically driven, not driven by an external force like, for example, a paycheck or driven by the acceptance or the admiration of others thinking, you know, that I I should do that because that's the, the thing that everyone does. And there are few things more disconcerting to me than living a life that you weren't meant to live. And I I think about that. I often think if I get to the end of my life and I think, oh darn, I really should have done this differently or I should have done this differently. That would be my biggest regret. And I'm aware of that now. So so nothing in is is more disconcerting to me than living a life that wasn't meant for me to live. This would also be things or people in your life that gnaw away at you or rob you of your energy and things that don't feel congruent with your values. Those things I am, you know, I, I feel as, as the years pass and the decades pass, I'm learning to let go of more and more because of that feeling that I have of wanting to get to the end of my life thinking I lived the life I was meant to live. And you may be thinking, well, I would never do that. You know, I don't let people into my life who who don't feel good in my life. And, you know, I, I don't do things for other people. But it's, it, we all do it. And it's way too easy to allow others or allow society or groupthink to dictate our choices. So when we're in a state of peace, we can observe all that. But when we're, we're in the chaos, we just go along with it, thinking that everything is supposed to be that way. And, and it's almost like stress is a badge of honor because if I'm running myself ragged and I'm doing all the things, that's how life is. And that's how life is meant to be lived. But it's not, and it doesn't have to be. 
we see this all the time, people doing things or chasing careers that are impressive to others. You know, they're doing things that are admirable. But admiration is not love. If you're admired by people, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're loved by people. Love is something that builds connection. We all as humans, we crave connection. Love builds connection. Admiration doesn't necessarily build connection. Admiration almost brings us further away from connection because picture this, you see someone, you admire them, they're, you know, they have the the model home, all the decorations, their kids are just, you know, superbly dressed all the time, they cook healthy meals and you know, they just seem to be doing everything right. They're happy, they have a great relationship. And we almost look at those people and we admire them, but we think I could never be like that or I'm just not like that. So it almost brings us further away from connection. But when we can be real and raw with each other and from a place of true alignment with ourselves, then we, we can truly see each other and that builds love and that builds connection. So when it comes to the things that you do with your life, I think we all need to make our own decisions about what's most important to us individually. And I mentioned I had this conversation last night with some women, such a, such a good, um, conversation that just has so much depth to it. And I, I love these conversations, especially with other women And when I first mentioned this whole topic of mastering your peace, one of them said, well, I visit other people and that's how I find my peace. I do things for other people. And initially when she, when she said that, I thought, well, that's actually, that's external. Like you're basically just taking the focus off of yourself in that moment and focusing on somebody else's struggle and somebody else's pain. However, I've been thinking a lot about that (laughs) and I realized that doing good deeds for other people from a place of alignment is a way to feel a sense of pride and a sense of connection and when you are authentically kind, again different from people pleasing, you receive authentic kindness in return. So how we all come to master our inner peace is so unique to us. And it was that conversation that really shed a light on that for me. Um, One of the other ladies in the group, she had said how she finds inner peace is to focus on the things that she can control. And this is actually, she went on to say that this is one of her mantras when she gets into a state where her inner peace is being threatened. She's got this saying that she goes through. And it was such a good reminder, such a good lesson for us all because she's right. You can always control your reaction. That is something that you are always in power of. You cannot always control the circumstance and you cannot control how others will behave or how other people will react and instead of fighting to change one of those things the circumstance or other people's reactions or behaviors 
let go of that because you know that you can control your reaction to whatever the stressor is, whatever the circumstances, whatever the behavior or the reaction is. Stuff happens, like we talked about. Bad things will happen and they will continue to happen throughout our lives. But we are always in control of our reaction. I say this to my daughter all the time. And it took this other woman in the group saying it back to me to be like, that is the lesson I needed to hear, you know, when when we're working toward mastery of our own inner peace. So to kind of wrap everything up here, some of my thoughts have been that you don't need to be passive. (laughs) It is okay, ladies, to be assertive and bold with your needs without being aggressive because we do not, bold and aggressive are, are different. You don't have to be aggressive, but do be assertive and do be bold because you are in control of your reactions and your inner peace. And some of the other tools that we talked about in the group about, you know, how we master our peace is getting grounded in nature and meditating came up, meditation, um, exercise and eating well came up. But I want this conversation today just to really focus on the importance of understanding the power and the authority that we all have when we come from a place of peace. All of the accomplishments in the world cannot replace inner peace. It's just something that we all must learn to master. Thanks so much for listening. I hope this conversation really sparked some curiosity in you of how you can operate more from a state of peace.